Hello, everyone. This is Jen Stickney with another episode of Simply Authentic, a podcast for entrepreneurs and individuals looking to discover ideas and methods for creating a life full of prosperity. Thanks for tuning in with me today. I wanted to talk to you about discovering your authentic self. This is a, a journey that I've been on, and I wanted to share a little bit about that with all of you to share kind of how I've discovered this path for myself. It's not always easy to figure out what it is that we want to do with our lives. In fact, I think it takes most of our life to figure that out. But what I wanted to share with you is that we all have a purpose. We all have a life purpose. And that purpose, no matter where you are in your life, follows you along throughout your entire life. I feel that it's like a living, breathing entity within us. So no matter where you are or what you're doing, your life purpose is with you. Your life purpose is attainable. And it's shifting and changing as you grow and experience new things. So at, no, at, at any point within your life, you can decide to really go after that life purpose, whether you know what it is or not. And I'm going to give you a, a few pointers as to how I found my own life purpose and what it, you know, kind of what you can do to discover what that is for yourself. So, <clears throat> excuse me. It's been, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 40. <laughs> and it's taken me quite some time to figure out what it is exactly that I wanted to do. And I, and I will be honest, it still shifts a little bit here and there. I think I get closer and closer every day to what it is that I'm truly here to be doing. But we all have this life purpose, and it has followed me, you know, throughout my entire life. And I know that with each step I take, with each turn I take, I'm getting closer and closer to that life purpose because our, our minds and our bodies and our souls, our energy, it is always trying to align with that life purpose. And that's why I say that no matter where you are in your life or whether you know what that life purpose is, it's there. And it, your body is, is naturally trying to align to whatever that is. Sometimes we're able to hear it more easily than others. And that takes practice. And uh, <clears throat> sometimes we kind of fall into it by accident and discover that we really like it. As an example, I think my, my brother, my younger brother actually, has possibly stumbled upon part of his life purpose. He's been working for a long time, very hands-on, you know, mechanic and painting and um, very talented and his skills are in demand everywhere. He has job offers all the time because people are trying to get his kind of, his level of skill to be, you know, available for their shop and their customers. But my brother is kind of fed up with working for others and I don't blame him. It's It's a tough position. You get kind of when you work for garages and, you know, mechanics and things like that, these, these car maintenance and uh, these types of shops, there's a lot of taking advantage, I think, uh, of your, of, of the employees and, you know, hard hours, not necessarily great pay. And you're put into situations where, you know, the air that you breathe, he's got all this fancy, equipment for breathing so that he can breathe safely or at least as safely as possible within all those paint fumes. So I mean it's not the best work environment, long hours, hard work. And 
the appreciation, especially for a job well done, isn't always there. So he may get, you know, like he'd have other people doing the prep work for him. And they would kind of do the jobs halfway. And my brother has very high, high standards, but high standards in the, to the point where he cares about the customer. He cares about the job and enough to do a job well. He doesn't want to just give people back their, their vehicles with a, you know, excuse my French, but a half-assed job. He doesn't want to have them come back and say, well, this, you know, hey, I got this new paint job, but it's already flaking or it's rusting or it doesn't match or whatever the case may be. May be. <clears throat> That's not the kind of service he would want. So he doesn't want to provide that to customers. He has no interest in that. But there's a lot of corners that get cut when you work for other people and other people make those decisions. A lot of corners get cut. And he's just fed up with it. So he decided to actually earlier this week that he was going to quit his job. Just like that. <laughs> and I told him, I said, well, good for you. Although I've, I can't say I've ever been brave enough to quit without a two-week notice. But um, I guess his, his boss kind of knew it was coming because Matt's, my brother, has been unhappy for quite some time working where he's working. And he quit his job. But what he decided to do, and he's, he's found that there's this other thing that he's very good at doing and would satisfy his need for being more authentic to who he is uh, by basically opening up his own business and not even in the, the car, you know, detailing or not detailing. I don't know what the word is, but he was like a paint tech and, um, it's, it's not in that industry whatsoever. He, he's going into business for himself to do home repairs for people. And he likes this work. He likes being able to help people. He likes being able to provide, you know, a job well done. He likes being able to control the, the quality of the work and he likes the variety, and I think it'll work out really well for him. But as soon as he said that, so I have a, a knack for being able to read people's energy. And I, you know, like the psychic stuff, the mediumship stuff. Yeah, I can do all that. But what I find fascinating is that I can, I can kind of tap into somebody's energy and feel the energy around them and feel if something feels good or, or not so good. And I can kind of tell if like it resonates with them or if it clashes with their energy, if that makes sense. So he was telling me about this, that, that he had just quit his job, and, and I was feeling into it. It's like, you know what? That feels really good for you, and it feels really positive and really like it resonates well with, with everything that he is and everything that he believes in, and that's part of being authentic to ourselves. And I think we need to, I wanted to share with you kind of how I came across what it is that I need to be doing. Just like my brother figured out what he needs to be doing, and I think he's on the right path. It feels really good and really positive for him, and I and I wish him all the luck in the world to have this. This um, I guess this is his first entrepreneurial type uh, adventure, and I you know I'm happy to support him in any way I can to get this up and running for him. So I'm excited for him, <clears throat> and. Um, where was I going with that? I'm sorry, I totally lost my train of thought. But I want to show you some of these things. And I keep learning this from, again, I, I'm, a, I'm a reader. I like to read other people's business books uh, or books you know, related to businesses. And the toilet paper entrepreneur... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Grab some water. I have a chronic cough. For anybody who has just started tuning into my podcast, I have a chronic cough. So I cough a lot. 
I'm not sick. It's just related to asthma and other things I've got going on. So I cough a lot. Anyway, The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur by Mike Michalowicz, he talks in there about having immutable laws. And I think this is very helpful. And I wanted to share it with people to having these, to figuring out three to tops five things that you find extremely important for finding your authenticity and being, you know, for the the type of people you want to work with, the type of jobs you want to have. So what you want to do when you're thinking about your immutable laws, these are things that you have noticed. Think back in all of the situations in your life where you got frustrated. Think back about the types of people you were working with. Think back about the situations you were in and what it was about them that frustrated you. Think back about things that you can see a pattern about uh, throughout your life and throughout the thing, you know, all the instances, all the experiences you've had. What are some recurring topics, recurring patterns that you've noticed that are like triggers for you? Things that you just, there, if you want to think of setting the bar. What are your, what kind of quality or levels of of expectations do you have? What type of things do you require to feel successful? And so to give you an example, I wrote down, I wrote down four of my own immutable laws. And here's, here's, here's kind of how they look. So the first one is to give just for the sake of giving. So I give to people with no expectation of anything in return. I do it because I want to do it. And I don't, and and I wrote this one down because I can't stand it. When people, when I, you know, when somebody asks me for help on something and I help them or whatever, and then there's like this feeling of, well, you scratch my back, so I got to scratch yours. Or when I ask for help or somebody offers to help, not even necessarily that I ask for help, but if if somebody offers to help me with something because they want to, and I feel it's just because they're doing it for the sake of doing it, not because, you know, I ask them or they're feeling obligated to, but then once that task is done, it's like they're sitting there waiting for me to do something, go out of my way to do something for them. And I get that, you know, it's a, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine, but I don't do things for people because I expect something in return. I do it because I want to do it. I do it not because somebody twisted my arm to do it. I do it because it's it's truly part of who I am. I enjoy helping people. And I want to work with people who find that same quality important. That we do things you know, out of our heart. We do it because we want to, not because I'm expecting something from somebody else. So that is one of my immutable laws. Give for the sake of giving not because we expect something in return. And that's part of, you know, so where I'm working with businesses and working with people, that's one of my immutable laws. I just, I know that I want to surround myself with people that find that an important quality. I also wrote down stepping stone, not a lifeline. So my goal is to help people along their journey, but I don't want to be somebody they, you know, idolize or worship or whatever you want to call it. Somebody that they follow along, follow around like a, like a lost puppy. I want to get you started on your path and be a stepping stone. And I'm here to help shed some light and open some doors. But I think everybody needs to be on their own journey. I don't want people to follow me and follow my journey. <clears throat> well, I mean, you can 
follow along if you're interested, but I'm not, I mean, like, as far as trying to do what I'm doing or um, trying to base their life on my life, comparing themselves to me, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to just shed some light, open some doors, share my experiences, provide you with, you know, like that stepping stone, just something to give you a different perspective, a different insight. That's what I'm, my purpose is. So that's another one of my immutable laws. Another one that I have is no Debbie Downers. I can't handle negative people. I only want to look or to, to work with other go-getters and people that can find the, the good in everything. If you're focused on the negative, I refuse to join in and I'll naturally just push you out. That's just part of who I am. I have, I have people that will come to me all the time when they need somebody to complain to. And I get it. I'm, I'm good at listening and I can have an open mind and I can, I can accept the fact that they're venting. And that's okay. We all need to vent from time to time. But if it's always venting about every little thing, even things that have nothing to do with, with the person, so if they're just complaining about what's going on around them or they're complaining about somebody else that, that didn't do anything to them, they did something to somebody else, it's kind of like I can't get into that. I can't get into the whole gossiping thing. It's not part of who I am. I will never participate in that stuff, and I will naturally basically shy away from people who do. It's just not part of who I am. I always <laughs> I joke with my husband that all of my friends growing up, you know, high school and, and whatnot, <clears throat> I had very few female friends. And to this day, I still have very few, few female friends. A lot of my friends are male. And I find it interesting, but I also think it's because of the, the, the level of gossip and the level of drama. I just don't deal with it well. I prefer things to just, you know, I see the positive side. And I've been told that I'm actually overly optimistic. So that's the type of people that I like to work with. I don't, I just, I can't handle people that always have a, the cup is always half empty instead of half full. I like to see the positive side of everything. And I think it just makes things, it makes my life, for me, a little bit more joyous, more happy. The other thing that I wrote down <clears throat> is authenticity all the way. I, I don't like fake personas. I don't like people that put on a mask when they're around people. I celebrate what makes each of us unique and we all struggle from time to time to stay authentic, but I will support and stand beside anyone who strives to stay true to themselves no matter how out there, and I say that with, with quotes, out there, others may think they are. And this is, this is something that's true for me. This is very true for me. This is why I've got this podcast, The Simply Authentic. I, I have kind of moved on and let go of the fact that people may judge me. People may shy away from me because of the things that I know or the things that I say or the things that I do. But I really don't care because I know that there are other people out there that are interested in what I have to say, that do want to hear what I have to say, and that will be inspired or helped or it will provide some sort of insight along the way for their own journey. So I encourage you, those are, those are my four immutable laws. Those are the things that I know deep down are important to me and help me remain authentic. So when I take on tasks, I take on jobs, I take on projects, I take on clients, and this, can go, this works for careers, anything that you're working with, if you can find an environment where your immutable laws are upheld, not ignored, not broken, not bent, you know, not bent, 
that's where you belong. That is part of what will make you happy. That is part of what will hold your, you know, keep you in an environment where you can be authentic and be yourself. So figure out, sit down and take time. Look back at your past. Look back at your struggles. Look back at any patterns that you see for yourself of things that really just kind of irk you. Things that, you know, what is it about those situations that bothered you? What is it? What kind of qualities do you require? What kind of things, you know, like mine, I, I just, I like to work with positive people. I like to work with people that, that, that give for the sake of giving and not because they expect something in return. I find these types of immutable laws to be extremely helpful. Something that you can memorize for yourself. And when you're struggling in a situation, be able to look at that list and say, what's going on here? What of these things may be in jeopardy. What, which one of these immutable laws am I potentially breaking or, um, <clears throat> you know, which one is, is being kind of bent or ignored? So I find this helpful in trying to figure out who we are and how, you know, how to be more authentic in everything that we do. So start with that. And I will be happy to share more ideas as time goes on. But for today's podcast, I'm going to end it with that to sit down and figure out what your immutable laws are so that you can help figure out what, how to be more authentic and what your, who, who you are as your authentic self. I'm also, <clears throat> excuse me, I will tell you I'm working on a project that is all about trying to help people be more successful in their careers or their jobs or their businesses. And I'm working on this this program that will help outline that. And uh, being authentic to yourself, all of these types of concepts that I've been talking about, you know, the productivity, the procrastination, um, trying to find ways to keep going, be motivated when we're not feeling motivated, all of these things are part of that program that I'm building. So I'm excited to be sharing that with you soon. I'm working on it, and I hope to be launching it within the next like month or two tops. So I will, I will kind of keep you up to date on that. And if you'd like more information, please feel free to stop over to simplyyesmarketing.com. Drop me a line and I'd be happy to share a little bit more information with that. But it will be a program that will be launched within the next couple, next couple of months. And I'm excited to share that with you. Anyway, uh, so for today, work on those immutable laws. If you have any questions, again, drop me a line at simplyyesmarketing.com. I'd be happy to help you out and give you some more insight as to what I'm talking about. Otherwise, go grab the book, The, the uh, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. And I think the immutable laws are even in like chapter two of that book, if I remember correctly. It was pretty early in the book. So it was like chapter one, chapter two, somewhere in there. And go check out the immutable laws. The book is The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur by Mike Michalowicz. All right, take care. I will talk to you again next time. Thanks again for listening.